Let's do it. <laughs> you always make me laugh when I'm wow. starting the. <laughs> Welcome to Dirty Tennis Clean Living, the podcast where we talk a little dirty, we eat a little healthy, laugh, and we learn together the lighter side of tennis. It's fun. I'm Ashley. I'm Dina. I'm, I'm Jules. I'm John. Welcome to the show. <laughs> Welcome to the show, John. Welcome. Welcome to the show, John. Really happy to be here. Thanks for having me. You've mm-hmm. lived in Florida full time for how long? It'll be, uh, it was two years in uh, November. So. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah. Oh, that's. That's You're reasonably fresh. recent. Yeah. Right. Now we've owned for 23 years. Wow. You've and owned at Sea Oaks for 23 years? Yep. I was, You've seen yeah, it all. Yeah. You so, have seen it all. I know. Did you and, do any uh, of the events before you were here full time? We did not. We pretty much came. We were not tennis players. You know, we enjoyed the area. We enjoyed Vero Beach and the, the amenities here, but we're not pl- we were not plugged in socially. Right. Right. And that's been the biggest and most enjoyable piece is the, yes. the social aspect and the support and the people. Yep. We've made some great friends here. How did you so, step into the social aspect? What we did was we started to play some pop tennis because we were so, right. we were the type of tennis players that would go over the fence. And I remember our first <laughs> summer, we'd get excited if we found a lost ball. We added to our funny. to our collection. That's how new we were to tennis. Oh, wow. wow. We get excited cute. about, wow. hey, this ball looks pretty good. And it went in the bag. That's great. And so we, we did the pop tennis thing. That's how sad it was. Even today, I'm like, I'm like that with golf balls, but I'm not picking up, you know, ugly tennis balls anymore. Right. So we did pop tennis because we knew we could at least do that. And that's where the whole social thing. And then we started taking some lessons and it really took off from there. And pop tennis is member run. And that's kudos to members like Richard, who run here at our club, runs that program. And That's 20 or 25 hours a week. Right. That's a lot of dedication to the well-being. I know. Of our Mm -hmm. social, our community. Ashley, you do that too. Yeah, you do. Yeah. In a different, well, thank you. I think it's really important because it's a wonderful segue into deciding, do I want to go the full distance for tennis? Do I want to invest? Because you really have to invest a lot more in tennis. Yes. If so, you, if you want to play and pop, you kind of walk on and there you are. So you walked on. Okay. So let's continue the story. So mm-hmm. you walked on to pop tennis, and that was your foray into Meeting the social people life and then here? ultimately saying, okay, we got to branch out to tennis. Okay. And it was really just meeting people. And that just went from one Thing to the one person. Wow! So it was so, through the door of tennis. It really was. Oh, yes. Awesome. Yep. Great. I'm sure it would have been through mixers or whatnot. We did some of that, but I don't know that it so, would. I have to say, yeah. there is something unique about tennis. There really is. We're finding that commonality mm-hmm. in many, many interviews. Mm-hmm. People yeah. who had never yeah. played, and then who was it? Deb that said that she wanted to get her money's worth. Yeah, renovated the, the courts. <laughs> so she might as well play. courts. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, my wife was just excited about conquering one of her fears. She never oh. did anything athletic her entire life. You're That's kidding. Hard to believe, she she's yeah. so she is a lovely player. She, uh-huh. A lot of fitness. She was a fitness instructor. She did all that stuff. So that was, you know, right. why she's in great shape. Yeah. But she never really played a, a game with, you know, like tennis or wow. that type of like stuff. a competitive so, sport. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's and interesting. So, matter of fact, I remember the first time we had a tennis match with another couple. She turned to me and says, why am I so nervous? Oh, oh. that's so cute. And I said, welcome to competition. Wow. <laughs> you know? And so it was, and she's addicted to it now. You know, she loves mm-hmm. the game. She just so. seems like someone that really likes challenges too. Is that kind of yeah. her yeah, vibe? She's married to me. Yeah. So it's a huge challenge. Uh-huh. <laughs> so how Uh-oh. long have you been married? 40 years. Wow. 40 years in October. Congratulations. Now, you, were you college sweethearts? It was college, yes. We both met back in uh, in Providence, Rhode Island. We were both nursing students at the Rhode Island wow. College. We were commuters, and um, we decided that I didn't realize what town she was from. She was the next town over. And so it was her friend that suggested we start to commute together. Oh, oh that's great. 
And so we ditched her friend shortly thereafter and started commuting just her and I. Oh. And that's how it began. And that's uh, how it began. Yeah. So that's how Do you it remember unfolded. which one of you said I love you? I always love to ask couples oh, that have been married gosh. for a long time. Oh, I, come that's on. interesting Jeez. to me because that's a big moment. But then you move so much of life comes after that moment. But that's a really big okay. I, I love do, you. I remember that part. But well, let's she asked yeah, you first. I want to say it was probably me because I was afraid of oh. losing her. Oh. You know, I, I kind of felt that. Ooh, we're getting some insight now well, to the male psyche. The way I looked at whenever I was going to ask someone out, this might have to get edited out. <laughs> <laughs> That's Gina's I, favorite I phrase. Would, yeah. I would always ask, what's your current boyfriend like? <laughs> And well, how tall is he? And he was shorter than her. And I said, I got this. I got, you this. got this. I can, I can pull this I off. I can win this. Girl. My confidence went through the roof. And, and so you made your move. Lo and behold, now being in it, there was only seven guys in the whole 132 That's person hilarious. nursing yeah. program. So you an average guy out. like me that can make people laugh, I had a is shot. Is that why you chose oh nursing? Oh my gosh. Is that why what? You chose nursing. <laughs> the ratio of men to women. No, no, no. That's no. I was wanted to be an EMT. Okay. You know, matter of fact, my father, when I was an 11 year old kid, unfortunately he died. I have a twin brother. And when my, my father passed away when, it, when we were 12, wow. that last year of life, he said, he looked at my twin brother and I, and I remember the moment he says, and he was a steam fitter. So he was building schools in the sixties and there was a lot of schools being built with a baby boom. And he turned to us and we knew he was pretty sick. And he said, you guys need to be engineers. And as an 11 year old, right. an engineer drove a train. Yeah. Right. Right. Yes. And so my brother and I later went, I'm not driving no freaking train. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> oh. And I told that joke at my daughter's wedding silence. Nobody got it? Nobody got it. Oh. That engineers drive trains. But when and, you're of my age, yeah. that's what you think of an engineer right. when you're an 11 year old kid. So anyway, that's how it all, how I became a nurse. I didn't have the brains to be a uh, an engineer. You know, I struggled a little bit in algebra. So I knew I could get through a nursing program. The EQ of and, nursing but, but, though. But it, all, but it all changed. It evolved from there. I went into healthcare information technology, helped start a small consulting firm and it all evolved. And well, I was very blessed in my forties to have a, you know, a good opportunity that came our way. But technology, Technology is the modern engineering. That is engineering. So you true. did follow what your father you asked there you, you to go. do. Never heard it put that way. But it, yeah, but that true. is that yeah, is an true. engineering yeah, category. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. But you so, took a small detour to meet the love of your life, so you could bring her on the journey with you. You know, the, here's one weird story about that whole meeting of her. I did not do well in microbiology, so I was set back one semester. Not the oh, full year, only one semester. One semester. I would not have met her oh. if I didn't have that setback. She Somebody that had up. a plan. She brings that up. And she was and meant she to was be right. for you. Yeah, that was a low point in my life. I'm like, I don't know if I can get through this program. Luckily, I, my next micro teacher was a little less weeding out, so right. to speak. Right, a little less vigorous. Yeah. yeah. And now yeah. you're the yeah. love expert. Your wife said something funny on the court one day. She, she said say? about, and I hope I'm allowed to say this, but she was so funny. She, we were talking about hair. I think my hair was especially huge that day. And so it brought up a whole conversation and she's, and her hair is just pin straight and beautiful and just holds the, oh, I know. holds the shape well, super like sometimes. I know it's tough <laughs> to be on the court with her. Yeah. So she was saying, well, once upon a time she got a perm and she said it, that when she was dating you, John, and she said it was such an awful perm. She thought you would break up with her and her, it was over forever <laughs> because of a perm. Um, Do you remember the I perm? do remember the permit. It was really bad. <laughs> <laughs> but a relationship at that time went a little deeper than hair. You well, know. Right. 
Yeah. She apparently so, was worried at that if, moment. If it was early on, I probably would have said, no, nah, I'm not, that's not going not gonna to work for me. But, you know, but I do remember it well. And, and so she funny. was devastated by that. Was she? Yeah, by that, you know, and we were probably just going through a rough patch. I don't right. know what it was. So she may have associated, it's my hair. Oh, got it. I don't know. Maybe I'm speaking out of court here. No, whatever, but, so. but that's the best part. 40, you know, you're married 40 years. Right. The right. things yeah. that are so huge in the beginning of a relationship. And all yeah. three of you are married. As, as we know, I'm not yet married eventually. Total suck yeah. crickets. <laughs> well, I mean, but it brings up a good point with John because he's mentioned humor and that's something that mm-hmm. that you do really well. You yeah, keep everybody I do. Laughing. It, it's almost to a point where Kathy will say, can you just turn it off <laughs> once in a while? I thought you were going to say that's the key to a good marriage. No, it's, it's something I, I enjoy making people laugh. I find humor in life, the elements of life. And, there is a lot and, to and, work and, with. And I know that The Golden Bachelor was a topic that uh, we may uh, get to. Yeah. I found that the humor in this recent one was kind of off the charts because these were real people. Yeah. Right. Oh, right. And, but the funny part was, and I brought this up in mixed company and someone said, where's your man card? <laughs> oh. And, oh. That out. and I like said, and, and what I should have said was, <laughs> I left that, you know, in the man cave back in the eighties, right. you know, where are you? <laughs> right. We're Way still, go, we're still asking for man cards. Parts, See? I you know? love it. I knew we had to have this guy. That's funny. Yeah. And so I never heard that because I think that yeah. only happens in male company. <laughs> no, it, 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 and, 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 and I get it because it, it happened multiple times. Good friends of mine. Where's your man card? It's like, <laughs> what? well, and like I said, I, I found humor. Plus I'm spending time with my wife. When we go to separate rooms on a Thursday night, I'm right. watching a football game and she's watching something in the other room to spend a little bit of time together. I spend probably 15% more time with her when we have these types of things we're watching together. Right. Right. It makes a big difference because we're right. laughing at it. And then there's material in there I can use later. <laughs> well, that's the like key. When, mm-hmm. when the Golden Bachelor, Gary came off the limo, do you have any trouble finding the place? <laughs> that is an age discrimination joke that is so old. He came out of a limo with a driver, oh. not a Camry with a map on his lap. Right. What is going on? <laughs> <laughs> does it change? I mean, is the dance of love different? It, it is different. And if you look at the actual, the women on the show, mm-hmm. they've lived life, the yeah. ups and downs of life. Right. And, and a lot of years, most of these women were probably almost touching 70. Wow. And they were real. If you look at the contestants that are in their 20s in the other shows, the non-golden shows. Right. Mm-hmm. They're just... They're, they're more into how many Instagram followers can I get out of this PR stunt? And there's a lot of infighting. These women did everything that older women do and make them genuine. They were cooking meatballs during the show. (laughs) And they were complaining about the side effects of someone putting too much garlic in those meatballs, which led to them farting. (laughs) The one lady, yeah. And she was upset because no one else was farting. Yeah, that was funny. Another example was when they get tired, they would just, they would fall asleep. I mean, (laughs) did you see the joke about how they all were made to stand in heels while they waited for the rose and they were like, we need chairs. Yes. 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 So my point is they were genuine. They were real. They lived a lot of life and they were just real people. And and it was a breath of fresh air. And then even after the show, I think many of them were, were friends with each other. And you know, they've got lifelong friends. I'm not sure that happens with a 20 year old. What is the first thing you're doing in the morning? Are you giving your wife a kiss? Are you looking at your phone? What's the priority? We're looking at our phones, planning the day, going through our calendars. I can't believe we have calendars. I'm retired and I have to see if I'm available. It was hard to get you on the show. You're so busy. 
Florida is busy. Yeah. I know. I mean, <laughs> it kind of makes sense, but I don't know. I think we both said the other day, we want to get back to that two years ago when we drove in. It was Thanksgiving night. Nothing was open. We hadn't eaten anything since the Waffle House earlier that oh. day. That was our Thanksgiving <laughs> lunch or dinner was Waffle House. Amazing operation, by the way, but that's a whole nother yeah. podcast. <laughs> right. And so we drove in and there was still a little bit of twilight. And I look over and there's a cow with an egret on his back. Oh, funny. And I said, we're not in Kansas anymore. <laughs> Definitely not. In- it was so cool to see That's that. That's so fun. And we ended up having, she was upset we couldn't find a place. Even Olive Garden right. was closed. So Tiny we little up, small town. Went to Wawa. I had a hot dog at Wawa. And she had. Perfect. Oh, in the morning. It was, and- yeah, it was, it was late. Nothing was, it was Thanksgiving evening. So, so it was after 5.30 p.m. in Florida and everything was closed. <laughs> yeah. <Just> kidding. <laughs> So anyway, my point was we want to get back to how much fun that was. And we've sort of lost our way a little bit in the last couple of years. But we know, of, we know we both realize that. But I think a part of that is also you're building new community and you're doing it together. So you each are taking different parts and then there are parts you have to do together. Right. And maybe at the moment you feel you've you've built your real community base, you're able to perhaps settle in a little bit. It does take work to build a community. It's yeah. work. It's a great point because some of that is backfilling for what we had when it was just the two of us and we right. plugged in socially. Right. And she brought right. that up recently. She said, well, a lot of what we have now as far as friends are providing a lot of that support, companionship, right. whatever, that uh, we sort of, it was just her and I when we first right. pulled in here right. two years ago. So, If there is such a thing as perfect in a relationship, does that mean you've stopped learning and stopped trying new things and stopped having adventures? Because the only way you achieve perfection is in a static environment. It's absolutely changed. flat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the only Great way point. you grow in the relationship is to bring some a new ingredient in, whatever that is. Yes. Whether it's a huge trip around the world or a new car or, a, you know, or tennis. Right. I mean, something that just, and that's a positive for every relationship that grows because think of the people who are like, oh, I just... You know, I don't want to learn. I'm done. I don't want to learn anything new. You, 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 that's another great piece of advice. You have to keep developing yourself, moving forward and trying new things, whatever that is. Right. I mean, they may not be as exciting as uh, learning how to play tennis, but, you know, maybe it's taking a cooking class right. somewhere, right. Mm-hmm. you know, and who knows Dance what that lesson, is. Dance right? lesson. Exactly. Yeah. yeah and just extending well, just yourself, constantly reaching. Right. Hold hands and ask each other, pull out one of those silly get to know you games and ask each other 10 silly questions. I mean, I love doing that. It's fun. Yep. Great question. Great way to bring people together. So what advice would you give as a man who's married 40 years, who now has children who are married? So you've watched their journey of love through a whole different generation. What what advice do you give to listeners who want a long-term, healthy, loving relationship where, you know, the guy says, sure, I'll watch The Bachelor Baby because it's time with you, right? (laughs) Well, I've actually thought about that, expecting that it would come up. The advice I would give is not only listen, but be emotionally available. I think we're all told that guys really don't... He has evolved, you guys. Really, guys don't do a good job listening, but it goes beyond that. And I challenge people to, and I fail at this miserably. My wife says, don't make something stuff up that you're not <laughs> very clear you know so i don't want you guys thinking that i've got all this magic and it you know, like I'm, i'd I'm, say I a 40 fa- year yeah, happy marriage I is some magic I there fail miserably at a lot of this stuff often and so what i say is to be emotionally available listen and then when she's talking about a topic bring up a question to finish it not just go yeah that's a good idea and move on oh continue that's interesting it, dig a little deeper and be available as much as you can i and, love that and i know we're all so distracted 
The other thing I think is important is to be present. We are so, that's why we all love tennis because mm. when you play tennis, when you play golf, oh, that's you good. have to be present. in the moment. Yes. And mm-hmm. I think that's, that's so important. The two things we're surrounded by, depression, which is the past, and right. anxiety, which is the future. Get in the middle of those I two. I say that all the time. Oh, my so children always say like that. Heard. My point is that stay present. And then the other advice that I would give is it's always, it's work in progress. If you think your that's relationship is going to be perfect, there's no such thing. It's constant work in progress. Admit you made a mistake. Move past it quickly. The worst thing you can do is not talk to each other. I, I want to talk about Valentine's Day. Yes. Because I think a lot of um, men especially feel that it. I get a card, I get roses, I get chocolate, we go to right. dinner. And then my wife, when I was telling her this the other day, and the, earlier today, and she said, and then they all expect sex at the end of the night. <laughs> I think that's, I that's required. I put in my deposit. Yeah. Oh my God. And so it's like, it's like expected. Pay to play. And so I, I think it's important during Valentine's Day that when you're together at dinner, you're not bringing up, hey, the portfolio was up pretty good today. Oh, right. Or, you know, this right. is what's going on in the golfing world or here's what's going on with your kids right exactly right. Like, yeah. no like business that. just ask some questions that maybe revisit the past what did you find lovable in me and what did i find lovable in you 40 years ago right and is that still there if right. it's not it probably is i think she liked my sense of humor she always brings up the fact that it was a snowy night <laughs> No, I'm not going there. <laughs> All I did was it, it, and I dropped her off at her home uh-huh. and she had six uh-huh. inches of snow on her car. Uh-oh. And I took my snow brush out of my car and I cleared off her car. Aww. She was working the next morning. That's she so brings cute. it up today. We have a See? fight. Aww. We have a fight. She says, where's the guy that brushed the snow? Oh. So you set it, your own you standard, know, John. Ooh. Yeah. And luckily there's no snow here to deal with. But, <laughs> you are so lucky. But anyway, the, that's important. So what, what brought you together? What did you find interesting and whatever about each other? And, and go a little deeper because you just can't go into dinner the basic plan that you have every night. You know, right. Because right. it isn't every for night. Valentine. It's not. It's, it's, it's kind of a special day. What's but, it like walking your daughter down the aisle? What kind of moment? Well, is that's that? a really good question. Um, when I we had a wedding my daughter Kelly in um, outside of, in Jamestown, which is right outside of Newport. Beautiful setting, and it was odd because there was a steep hill we had to walk down. It was an outdoor wedding. It was a beautiful oh. day, and we both said to each other the entire time, "Just don't fall. Just right. don't fall." <laughs> and she subsequently gave me a, a a framed photo of the two of us walking down that hill, and she said, "Do you remember what was going through our head?" And she'll never forget it. And it was right. sort of a metaphor Aww. for life, you know, right? That holding each other up, and we we our our, our song to dance to was I'll be around. Oh. And so it was sort of all tied together. Yeah. And it was a, it was a pretty cool, but it's a big it, moment. It, that is a big it, moment. It, you're, you're kind of nervous and it's really hard to get absorbed in the whole moment. I think that hit me when they were sharing their vows and, and that's when it hit me that this was all kind of unfolding. It was real. It was real. It's happening. Yeah. yeah. That's so, wonderful. Yeah. It I was. love that song. What a great yeah. song. Mm-hmm. I know. 40 years together, there's still things you have to learn about each other. And that's yes. wonderful. That's the magic of the human spirit and yes. the human heart. Yes. And there are things you can't learn until the grandbabies come. And then that's going to open a whole Ooh. part of you that's been waiting all this time. And it's going to open. I know. I literally have all these things planned. We will, Kathy and I will be taking a walk and I'll say, well, that over there will be a secret garden someday. She goes, what are you talking about? <laughs> I said, yeah, that's we're so going to go and we're going to find coins in there with oh. my granddaughter or grandson. 
fun. So I have all these plans. First, so that, that they're going to catch their first fish with me. See? They're going to do all these things yeah. that I've been planning. And I just hope I'm well enough and, you know, above, above uh, ground. To do it. So. I, and the fun thing is your wife knows that man's in there, but she hasn't met him yet. I know. And so how exciting is that for her to get to meet wow. you, the grandpa? Yeah. Because yeah. she knows he's in there. Well, I was, I was yeah. just going to say that you seem like such an evolved person yes. for a guy is you're just like very involved you added that uh-huh. for a guy, for a guy. <laughs> well okay That's very we true, can, though. you know we can totally yeah. edit this yeah. out no, again, no, we're not guys editing are, it out guys are, guys are fairly primitive and i know right. how we operate well i was just how wondering how do you operate <laughs> like is really? this because you had daughters do I'm you gonna, think that yeah. you've um, grown because of having your girls around i don't know i just think it's more of if you want to have a good relationship you better you better evolve mm-hmm. right because there are people who just coexist right a lot of the joy in that yeah and you know another piece of advice is there was a period in our life it was just a grind right with the kids and all the expenses and everything going on. And it's like, oh my God, is this, this, is this all there is to life? And right. Once we got past that, I call this our time. It's obviously not my branded thing, <laughs> but this is what, this is where we're at. And it's a whole new beginning, so to speak. You know, if you want to take advantage of that, if you don't want to, then, you, you know, you may end up in a kind of a, a loveless relationship, I know. which is right. pretty right. sad. I'm splitting. Sad. There's yeah. a song, Trace Atkins, the country Western singer, sings about, it's a plumber, I think, who goes into a home and there's a young mother and the baby babies are crying and everything's a mess and the water's out and just everything's happening at one time. And she's so upset. And he turns to her and he says, you're going to miss this. Wow. Right. Wow. One day they'll grow up and they'll be gone and there'll be no noise and there'll be no chaos and there'll be no trouble and you're going to miss this. And I think that's true. But I hope that people continue forward, carry that into the next phase of life, which is all the experience. Isn't that what they say? Yeah. I mean, to your point, if I'm in an airport, we're both in an airport and I look over at a young couple with the chaos of a couple of children trying to get on a plane and all that. Mm -hmm. We've all done that. And sometimes I'll be sort of like that goofy person on the progressive commercial. I would walk up to them and say, it really does get easier. Enjoy this. You're going to blink your eyes and they're going to be 30 years old. Good for you. John's like, good times. I remember those days. (laughs) Good times. Well, John, you might have a little experience with a body part deciding to do something different on the tennis court. Oh, because of the torn Achilles? Yes, that would be the one. Yeah, 11 months ago. Most of you know this. I tore my Achilles during a team practice and uh, it was an interesting moment because I knew it right away. You did? I've had a chronically sore right Achilles and my physician said, when it's sore, it's telling you something Mm -hmm. to stay off it, boot it, do whatever you have to do. I continue to play through the soreness and tendonitis turns into tendinosis, which means it's going to (gasps) go and it blew. And so surgery two days later, the, the, the thing that was remarkable was the night it happened, the word got out and I received 30, 40 text, voicemails, some phone calls. And Kathy and I laid in bed that night and we were both overwhelmed Aww. by the support. That's you know, so you want to talk about that's love? Amazing. Maybe that's the topic today. Love. It is the, the topic. The, the, the love. love. The love we that love came love. from this community brought us to tears. Aww. Instead of having a pity party, lying in bed, right. because this happened to me and I'm going to be down for a year or whatever. Right. We just laid there and said, we are so blessed. Aww. It was the weirdest Isn't moment. Isn't that wonderful? That's an awesome yeah. moment. Yeah, it was. It says that and kind she, of community. She, yeah, it she is. brought that up today. Make she said make sure you bring that up. Aww. It's relevant. So okay. one thing that that we talked to our head pro about, you seem receptive to, but I guess they just haven't done it. Is at say eight fifteen in the morning, everybody on court one and stretch and do a pro led stretch for ten minutes, twelve minutes before everybody idea. go 
goes to their never encounter. I mean, I don't know why we don't because it's in the club's best interest that everyone is at maximum health. And we're not always, we might be in think, all right, I'm going to stretch. And then we see four of our good friends and we're catching up on the night before. And you just, I've never, that's a great point. And every other sport, they seem to do that. You have a warm up. Yes. And it's pro or coach led. And it would be eight for everybody. It's different if you're playing at 10 o'clock, but if you're the first round out in the morning, you know, or there may be people walking their dogs or out for a walk who just want to come and stretch for just Mm -hmm. 10, 12 minutes. It's a great idea. Not enough, especially males. We just don't stretch enough. Right. Not only as good as your good as your connective tissue is very true. And you see some people around here, you can tell that they stretch and they're yeah. Well, you know, we want to be Harry Hill, right? Except female, uh, eighty nine, <laughs> turning ninety in April, Incredible. and swimming, playing tennis, biking, going to uh, karaoke night with his lady love. I mean, we want to be in that category. Yeah, he really puts the time in. Though, he Because I heard that in your last podcast, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then I thought about he starts his day at five five thirty. Right. He's in the pool before I'm out of bed. So right. I'd love right. to be like Harry Hill. I really have to step up my game. Yeah, he's right. not checking his yeah. phone yeah. like right. everyone no. else in the morning. Yes. Right. He's right. getting right to business. Yep. You know how much time you can waste in the morning on the phone? Oh, yes. Oh, my God. It's oh, it's my gosh. <laughs> Outrageous. Yeah. Once my hand falls asleep from being in a weird position trying to text for like yes. an hour and a half yeah. and then mm-hmm. I get all everything answered because I'm so snug, especially when it's a little bit chilly in Florida, quote unquote winter. It's right. a little chilly where, you know, you need a little. It's chilly today. I was it's, underdressed. It's a little chilly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I like that. I like it at a time when you don't need the heat or the air conditioning. That's yeah, my favorite yeah. time of year wherever I am because right. it's the perfect mm-hmm. temperature. You Did can you? open up the sliders and just let the air come mm. through. Those now, days are rare. So John, since this is our Valentine's Day show, it's all about love and talking about relationships and the bachelor. And of course, my single status, which is <laughs> continues on this journey. I wonder if you would be willing to close out the show today with a little special little love note to your wife. Aww. Oh, wow. Um, oh, is that in your notes? I, I did. Believe it, <laughs> believe it or not, I did actually at one time wrote a poem for her. You did. And I gave her this poem. It was corny. It was goofy. I even. It's adorable. I, she may still have it. So. I I bet she Kathy, does. if you're listening, she will. I appreciate everything that you've done. You've tolerated me. Uh, the thing that I find most lovable about you is your care for, for other people, your concern and what you do for them above and beyond anything in your life or my life. And you expect a lot out of me. And I fall short really, really badly most of the time. But, you know, I'll, I'll keep trying. And, um, you know, I love you uh, more than uh, life itself. Aww. Happy Valentine's Day. Yay. Happy Valentine's Aww, happy Day, Valentine's everyone. Day. Happy. Yes. Thank you, John. Oh, thanks for being this was fun. today, Yay. John. A lot of Fun. Thanks, everyone. If you find my man card around the community, <laughs> we will not return. return. To me. I'm, I'm not returning. <laughs> we love having men on the podcast. Absolutely. It's really awesome. And it off is. the podcast. Thank you, guys. <laughs> Oops, we're going to oh. edit that out. No, Happy we're not. Valentine's we're leaving Day, that everyone. In. Happy Valentine's. Bye bye. Remember, nothing you hear on the Dirty Tennis Podcast is intended as medical or expert advice. Not for your kitchen. Not for your body. And not for your bedroom. We are here for entertainment purposes only. We are not medical doctors and nothing said on this podcast should be considered medical advice. Please consult with your healthcare team before making changes to your diet and lifestyle.